Welcome to episode 102 of the Various and Sundry Podcast. I am your host, Matt Harmon, joined live from the Vault Studio on the beautiful campus of Grace College and Theological Seminary by my good friend, my colleague, my co-host, and the man who will soon be changing his name to Paul, John <laughs> Scott Sloat. Hey, Doc. What's going on? Well, somebody somebody referred to me as Paul yeah. this last week. Yeah, not just not just any somebody. The Gospel Coalition referred to me as Paul <laughs> this last week. Yes. Yes, indeed. I think we probably need to give a little context to our listeners. Yeah, so you and I, for two and a half years? Has it been that long? I think it's been that long. Have been working on a project. Oh yeah, okay. Um, with the Gospel Coalition to bring about um, some lay-level commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, I am taking your commentaries whittling them down by, you know, like something like 10% of the words you actually use, you know, whittling the whole book of Second Peter and Galatians down uh, to more digestible sizes. Yeah. And uh, Gospel Coalition is going to publish that, I think, in like five or six languages. Kind of a kind of a cool project. Yeah. Well, the web Free access. Yeah, to... free uh, yeah. to the world. Um, well, they, you and I are the only co-authors in the, in the, in the series. Yeah. And they have, like, the websites in beta right now. Like, if you Google about it, you can find it, but you can't, like, go to the Gospel Coalition website and find it. Okay. And I was just – because we sent in Second Peter – what was that? A month or two ago? Oh, I think it was more than that. And so I was just like, I wonder if it's up there. And so I just Googled around a little bit, found the website, and they had not posted it yet. They've posted some of the other ones. Yeah. And I, they posted, they had not posted ours. However, it said uh, Matt Harmon and Paul Sloat. <laughs> yes, right there on the on the on the page for Second Peter, Second and Peter Galatians, and Galatians. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, to their credit, I sent it to you because I thought it was funny. Yeah. And then you emailed me back and said you you need to email them and tell them that that's not your name. <laughs> and so I sent them a quick note, you know. And the guy the the guy we're working with, Phil. Yeah. I do you know Phil? No. Okay. So the guy we're working with, Phil, uh, I think he's in South Carolina. Sure. Se- seems like a nice enough guy. I sent him a quick note like, "Hey, this this is going on." And he goes, "Oh, well, the website's still in beta testing, but thanks for letting me know. I've changed it already and it's done." And it was it was gone within two seconds, which I I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to be able to screenshot it, yeah, that's and send bad. it out to people. And uh, I can't do that anymore. Do you have any any relatives named Paul? I don't think so. I can't think of a single Paul Sloat. Okay, that'd be a good question for uh, for um, my dad. Yeah, it could be your nom de plume, your 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 fake author name. Hmm, I love that idea. My my pseudonym, yeah, <laughs> yes. my pen name. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'll try to I'll try to stick with calling you John for the foreseeable future until yeah. you tell me otherwise. Well, John's my radio name. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go, there you go. It's it's good to have multiple identities, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's sort of like, but not really. I mean, N. T. Wright. That's the name he puts on his more academic books. Yep. And then on his more yep. popular level stuff, it's Tom. It's Tom. Tom Wright. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He wants to appear approachable by calling himself Tom. I guess. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting that he goes with his middle name there. Mm-hmm. What's his first name? Nicholas. He could go Nick. Nick, Nick Wright. Wright. Nicholas Thomas Wright is his full name. Ooh. 
you think Tom was a better choice? I think Tom's a better choice. Yeah. With Wright. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, if you would like to contact the show, you can find us on Twitter at VNS Pod. If you'd like to send like to send an email to Paul Sloat, you can reach him at variousandsundrypodcast wow. at gmail.com. And you can find the podcast on our Facebook page uh, as well as our YouTube channel. So uh, I didn't check. Do we have any, any new reviews? I didn't look. I didn't look either. I didn't look. We do get emails to the pod, mostly from people going, oh, my goodness, Matt and John, you're the podcasters I've been looking for. Try this wonderful new service that yeah. we have for XYZ. Yeah, assuming that, of course, we have deep pockets and, and podcast money just sitting around in buckets looking to, to spend. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was interesting. Okay. All right. Speaking of interesting, let's talk sports. Okay. Let's do it. Tell us about your Jets. Uh, well – the sun rose and the sun set again, <laughs> and the Jets uh, lost the game. They did. They played the Saints, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The the battered Saints. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh... So so where are we at on the on the hope meter right now? Well, the Jets were officially eliminated from the playoffs yesterday. So that what are they like two in eight? No. Yeah, that's uh They've won two games, right? I believe so. Yeah. They beat the Titans. Maybe they are they two and ten then because they beat the Titans. They beat the Bengals. Because aren't they aren't, aren't we about twelve? We got to be like 12, 12, 13 games into the season now. Actually, so, the Jets have won three games. Okay, I so, forgot one. So in like there. three and nine, three and ten, three and ten. Okay, out of a seventeen game season. Yeah, the math still is hard, isn't it? The math is hard. <laughs> so is that four games to go? Yeah. Who else did we beat? Oh, we beat the Texans. That was it. Yeah. Okay. We beat the Texans. All right. Um, so I I watched a, only a little bit of NFL yesterday. The um the Bears Packers game was entertaining last night on Sunday night. That was um very entertaining back and forth. Uh there was a 96 yard punt return touchdown nice first one of the year right you yeah you don't see punt returns that are that long typically because right. they let it go into the end zone right the general rule is you stand you put your feet on like the five yard line if it's going to go over your head you let it bounce and you know nine times out of ten that ball bounces into the end zone you get the sure. ball at the 20 well the bears player i forget his name now but he caught it at like the the four and looked like it was going to go absolutely nowhere made this Really nice cutback, and then just accelerated into light speed and took it to the house. It was an impressive return. Hmm. So um, entertaining game, to say the least. But um, and then uh, I think the, I caught the end of the Browns Ravens game. Yeah, I saw the end of that. Browns hung on, and yeah, Jam- uh, Lamar Jackson. Almost called him Jamar Laxon. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson uh, got knocked out in the first uh, beginning of the second quarter. Yeah, with uh, with an injury in the in the they they still almost came back and won that game. They were down down twenty four to three, I think it was something like that, and lost twenty four twenty two. I think, mm-hmm. but they scored a touchdown with like a minute left, and then actually recovered the onside kick. You yeah. just don't see 
onside kicks recovered anymore. Yeah. Because with the new rule changes where they limit the how many players you can have on one side of the ball when you kick it. Like it used to be you could – if you wanted to, you could put you – know, you'd have the kicker and then you could put the other 10 guys all on the side you're going to kick the ball to. But because that was deemed unsafe now, I forget what the number is. But you can only have maybe like six on one side of the ball or something like that. So, but they managed to still recover it. Yeah, hit a. I believe an offensive lineman was going up to engage some of the guys coming yeah. after the ball, and it yeah. just it just hit him in the hip. Yeah. So, um, my perception is that the the playoff race looks pretty wide open in both conferences. Like, yeah. The, there's no team that's really fully separated itself as like this is the clear clearly the best team in that conference. You don't think the Buccaneers have done that? I don't know. They're ten and three. Yeah, it's all right. With four to go. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I think they're probably the best, but they don't look dominant to me. No. Uh, let's see. Um, anything else from the NFL? Not that I can think of. I okay. Uh, college football quiet weekend. Uh, there was the Army Navy game, which I heard that was exciting. I saw on Twitter I it was exciting. Didn't watch. Um, Heisman Trophy was awarded to Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. Yeah, very no little, surprise. very little hype about that. No surprise there. Um, baseball, anything going on with baseball? Um, I mean, they're still locked out. I think if if we get to the end of January and they're still locked out, I think I'll get worried. But right now, I'm not. I'm not super worried. I imagine we'll get through the holidays. First week of January, we'll see a we'll see yeah. a deal struck. Okay, I hear they're not that far apart. No, oh. that's sort of you know my my insiders, my informants yeah. That, yeah. that call me. They're, totally. they're not that far sources apart. sources close yeah. to the sides. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the uh, the Mets are in the midst of a managerial search, and it sounds like uh, Buck Showalter, who quite frankly I didn't know was still alive, is going to be <laughs> a potential manager of the Mets uh, next year. Yeah, we were talking about this before. We went on. But I, my perception, I don't follow baseball super closely. It just feels like baseball tends to recycle managers, meaning that guys get five, six, seven shots at it before they probably get kind of moved out of the wash cycle and say, yeah. OK, you're done. Well, and I, I think the manager has means less and less over time. Like I think as we get to more analytics, yeah. like lineups – are set by the GM now, not by the manager. Yeah. Like the manager really does like personnel, uh, quality control, you know, you know, working with the guys a little bit and like when to pull a pitcher, mm-hmm. which are big deals in the game. Yeah. But not the, not the emphasis it used to be. For yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, uh, it'd be interesting. We could do an episode to satisfy our sports folks not most people, but analytics in general fascinate me in the sense of Mm -hmm. I feel like people go to one of two extremes. It's either all in and you take some of the kind of the the intuition, the feel out of sports and then others are so opposed to them that they don't want anything to do with with the analytics. Yeah. Question, not on the analytics side of things. Um, managers in baseball, why are they wearing uniforms? Yeah, Is there that, like a chance they're going in? 
<laughs> I mean, it seems to be a a relic of a bygone era. But I feel like if I've when I've seen like really old pictures of baseball mm-hmm. that way back in the day, managers didn't wear uniforms. They, they wear? wore suits. That would I, that's what I would expect. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know the history of when when it, it just became decided that we're going to have, you know, sixty seven year old men with beer guts where, where, wear wear unif- the same uniform that their players are wearing. Like, the, can you imagine like the NBA? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine those guys? Oh yeah, the coaches in like the the actual jerseys mm-hmm. and and shorts. Or football, like the, every coach has to have the pads on with the uniform over them. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be a holdover from the player-coach era, right? Sure, right? sure. Can you imagine what Bill Belichick would do? Like if, if, the, oh my if the rules were like, you have to wear a uniform, Bill. He would find some way mm-hmm. to, to be the rebel against that. Mm-hmm. Would he just cut the sleeves off? He'd go mid-trift. He, he'd go He'd go the – Because everybody wants to see Bill Belichick's mid-trift. He'd go Zeke Elliott. Oh, he gosh. would cut it off at the middle. Um, absolutely. I think we can all agree nobody wants to see that. I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything going on in the NBA? What's, what's going on with your Knicks? A uh, bit of a free fall still. I mean Kemba Walker has not worked out and there's talk of trading him and – you know what I noticed the other day? So I I don't have an NBA team that I closely follow, but my sons are, are Cavs fans. And so I, I, I just have been noticing like they seem to be winning games. And then I checked the standings. They're in fifth place in hey, the East. The Cavs are. So I, I, that just – That sounds like the Knicks last year where we were just – everybody was kind of like – Whoa. Yeah. Very strange. What's going on? Very strange. Yeah. Well, speaking of strange, that brings us to our topic for today. Um, Going a little bit in a different direction than our typical – I guess this fits under our kind of culture category, right? Sure. Yeah. That's that's how we'll justify it. Um, We are going to talk about holiday gifts, trending gifts. We are in essence – you could put it this way. We are providing our listeners with a public service. I, I suppose. To identify gifts that you could consider giving. So that's kind of how we're thinking about this. We've, we've, we've done a little research. We've had our massive research staff provide us with uh, several lists of top trending gifts for the 2021 holiday season. And so – uh, we'll just kind of go back and forth in highlighting ones that we've found and uh, and, and go from there. Does that sound good to you? I, I think it sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what websites are you working off of? Well, do we want to reveal our sources? I mean, all, all the ones I'm working off of, I've already put links in our show notes. Okay. I'm working off Wirecutter. Okay. That's, that's – if you don't know Wirecutter, it's a New York Times company and they – do a lot of product testing, but in order to make money, they do a lot of click this link and buy at Amazon sorts of stuff. Sure. Yeah. So I, I'm going from – I've got several up here. I've got buybugle.com, buybuggle.com. I'm not sure what that is. I've got parade.com. I've got bestproducts.com. Okay. Goodhousekeeping.com. So 
Those are the ones I'm working off of here. So, all right, you want to start us off, John? Uh, sure. Let me find a good one here. Um, so, Wirecutter's website is broken up into categories. Yeah. Um, and uh, right now, I'm on the. I think the category the hardest person to buy for is the father. Typically, I think that's you know, probably da- dads true. are. Do you find that from your boys that that you're hard to buy for? Do you get that? Maybe. Okay. Um, well, they ha- they have a number of things okay. on here. So the f- my first few, at least, will be from the dads list. Okay. Um, so give us one, and then I'll we'll pull okay, one okay, off okay. of my list. We'll kind of bounce um, back and forth. So uh, this one I found um, a little insulting okay. to, to the dads out there, but uh, they recommend the Panasonic Electric Body Hair Trimmer. Okay. As a dad gift for $65. Okay. Doesn't that sound insulting? The the price or the actual gift? The gift. <laughs> um, like here's a body hair trimmer. We've noticed some things. <laughs> well, now- You're of a certain age, dad. Yeah. Yeah. Though in fairness, one of, one of these sort of transitions in life is when you go to the barber and they trim- the ear hair. Ooh, I'm not. I'm not ready for this much vulnerability from you. I, I, yeah. I I'm going to go on record and say I'm there. Oh gosh. Yeah. Trim the trim the trim the ear hair. Yeah. Trim the eyebrows a little bit. Ugh. So, um, so there, there there is a practical reason behind that gift. I, I can see how though it could feel kind of insulting though. To I don't think this is for the ear though. It feels too big. So it we talking like, like it's chest. More, I was thinking chest. Back. <laughs> I see. I see. All right. So I, I, I'm going to go with this is – let me find it here. Here it is. This gift – and so this is not specific to a gender, okay? This this gift – and I, I, I could be mispronouncing the name of it, so I'll have to describe it. Uh, I think it's pronounced Dodow, D-O-D-O-W. Okay. What? what Dodow, Dodow, something like that. Okay. What does it do? Okay. So it is a metronome light scientifically designed to block out overactive thought patterns and lull you into a deep, peaceful sleep fast. Combining yoga, meditation, and behavioral therapy – Dodao is the safe way for anyone to effortlessly fall asleep and stay asleep. That sounds like a lot of effort to fall. You have to do <laughs> yoga, behavioral no, no, no. It's, therapy. It's, it's, I, think it's, I think it's blending insights from those realms. It, it, it's just this device you sit next to your bed and it emanates some sort of light and sound wave that's supposed to put you to sleep. That sounds like a bunch of bunk. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you what – I I should check the price on this. Yeah, how much does that cost? Yeah, how much is how much is this going to set me back here? Let's see. This is going to set me back. See, the problem with clicking on these links now is I'm going to get bombarded with ads forever now. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Looking for the price. Get me past the. Oh gosh, I hate that they do this. They they make you click through about eighty things to get to the actual price here. Oh. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It's been advertised on CNN though, so it must be you know 
legit, right? Does CNN advertise? I guess on commercials, yeah. I suppose. Okay. So you can get one for $59 or you can buy two at the buy one, get one 50% off. Why would you need two? Well, for – if you want to put one in your kid's room or okay. something okay. like that. Okay. So, yeah. okay. Or if you buy two, you can get one free for 118 hmm. So there you go. All right. So, yeah, there you go. What do you got next, John? Um, so on Wirecutter, they will do a uh, different categories. They'll say for this kind of dad. And I, this category jumped out to me. Okay. For the jazz historian dad. Oh, everyone's got one of those in their life. <laughs> um, this is the, and I'll try to pronounce this correctly, Thelonious uh, Monk Palo Alto Vinyl LP. Okay. Apparently, it's a famous jazz record. All right. For $25. Okay. A little more affordable than- uh... Certainly affordable. Uh, perhaps not in the technological wheelhouse yeah. of the modern man. Okay. But- uh, Okay. But yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know anything about it, um, but, I, but I found it interesting. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, my next one is the core scale. Have you seen these? The core scale? Revolutionary new scale lets you look inside your body. So, it's a, a, like a, a scale that you weigh yourself on, but uh -huh. it- gives you additional information that is connected to an app. Um, like what? Like uh, let's BMI? See. Let's see. Uh, it's more like an ultimate smart scale with patented bioelectric bio Im impedance analysis technology. When you step on the scale, four precision sensor scanner sensors scan and analyze your entire body and break it down into 11 key health metrics. In addition to weight, you can see BMI, body fat, muscle mass, water weight, and more. Hmm. How accurate is it? I, I have no idea. Interesting. Uh, so, uh, but again, that might be one of those gifts where it, it, it feels like it's a little too close to home. Here's a gift for you. You're you should be concerned about your weight. Yeah, yeah, that that's a rude gift. Yeah, you're right. Unless you're at, unless you specifically ask for it on a list. Yeah, it seems like a big risk. It does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. I didn't thought of that because I was trying to understand it at first. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. That's insulting. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, yeah, that that's not a gift that you want to give unsolicited. Yeah. What do you got? Um, so this will be my last one from the dad column. Um, this one I found uh, quirky. Uh, Space-time coordinates personalized art print. <laughs> okay. You'll have to unpack that for me. Okay. So basically what you, what you do is you send this company a date. Um, so like what's your birthday? I'm not sure I'm comfortable revealing that information on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's July 28th, 1973. Okay, July 20th. You send them that day, yeah. and they give you a printout in like huge piece of art um, of where all the planets were on that day okay. in our solar system. Okay. That would go nicely if the year before you named a star after someone that you could then coordinate that. Is that can you get those two things in conjunction with I don't, each other? I don't, 
with the 30 seconds of research that I've done here, <laughs> I don't think so. Here, I'll turn it around for you, though, so you can see. That's what it looks like. That's kind of cool looking. So it would be like the position of the planets yeah. on your particular birthday. Or you could do an anniversary maybe. Yeah, yeah anniversary. That or... would seem actually more appropriate. Potentially. You know, the planets aligned for us to come together or maybe the mm. day you met your spouse. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. I got one for you. Okay. I have the Brill Automatic Toothbrush Sterilizer. Oh, that's a real problem. Yeah. Yeah, here, here, here's, the, uh, here's the little uh, tagline with it. Ready? Ooh, did you know that your toothbrush is covered in nasty and potentially dangerous bacteria? Yup. Your brush is like a magnet for the millions of germs that float around your bathroom. Well, isn't that chipper to know? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> the toothbrush seems like a pretty unsanitary sort of thing. Yeah. So this has the power to kill apparently 99.9%. I know because I can't guarantee 100% otherwise yes. I get sued, right? I, I Sure. Right? Isn't that the reason for that? Yeah, I, I, I assume so. Um, it comes in multiple colors so you can distinguish whose is whose because you wouldn't want to be sticking everyone's nasty toothbrush in the family into the one sterilizer, mm -hmm. right? And it says that it's great for your whole body. It kills bacteria that can increase your risk for heart disease, diabetes, and more. That's intense. Wow. That's a big promise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I've, I've never had the thought I need to sterilize my toothbrush. I just replaced the head. You just – yeah. You I, have just, a, I have a – You have an auto uh, – Yeah, automatic uh, one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, why am I blanking on that? Not automatic. Like uh, Electric? There you go. That's the yeah. one I'm looking for. Thank you. What are you, what are you working with? An Oral-B? Yeah. This yeah. is great content. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So I moved on to the white elephant category Ooh. of the uh, the wire cutter website. Okay, um, can I just tell you a quick white uh, white elephant story? By the way, sure. So I assume everyone pretty much knows what the concept of a white elephant gift exchange is, right? Everyone right. brings a gag kind of gift. You pick one. You get to steal gifts from each other. It's you know, well. During my PhD program, I went. we had a white elephant gift exchange. So I'm all excited. We go and there was a well-meaning student who stands up, who kind of organized this and said, you know, in the interest of, of, of you know, being Christian, we're going to do this but without any stealing. And I'm like, that's all the fun. <laughs> like, really? This, this feels like a pharisaical kind of move here, folks. Like mm – -hmm. Like really, to take the take the stealing out of white yeah. elephant and and present it as this like we're taking the moral stand on this hmm. you know this yeah. pagan tradition of of stealing we're yeah. going to redeem it I can't stand that that's <laughs> that was rough anyway so what's on the list um the uh, you know those neck pillows that you wear on airplanes yes uh, this one is shaped like and looks like shrimp so it's a it's a neck pillow. Like that U-shaped neck pillow right. that you would like wear on an airplane around yeah. your neck. okay. It looks like shrimp and has a long tail. <laughs> is it like – is it just shaped like shrimp or is it like – does the cover on it like have the look of an actual piece of both, shrimp? Both. Both. Okay. Both. It is – here, I'll turn it around for the for the visual medium. 
okay. portion of our show here. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, that's, it's not attractive-looking <laughs> shrimp either. That's absolutely nasty. So, yes, um, we can get this for our next uh, our next mystery trip. Yes, there you go. Um, my next one is the Barks Buddy. The Barks Buddy. Yes, it's the fastest way to get any dog to stop barking and listen. It's this like handheld device that um, it, it it must shoot some sort of like – I don't know, is it a gamma ray? Like <laughs> at the dog, it probably emits some sort of sound that we can't hear as humans, but dogs can. Hmm. Uh, and so. And it gets them to stop? I guess. So, yeah, I, I mean, we could have used that when we had a dog. Your dog didn't really bark, though. He wasn't a big barker. He would just jump on people when, he, when people came into the house. So the Barks Buddy. The Barks Buddy. Now if I could just create one of those that worked on like babies. Okay. Yeah. That, that feels inhumane. <laughs> it um, does. You're right. Next. Um, okay. So this is also on the White Elephant page. Uh, quite frankly, the White Elephant page isn't the, isn't the gold mine I thought it'd be. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but I thought this was interesting. Um, the Edgar Allan Poe coloring book. <laughs> Uh, $10 at the time of publication, um, an adult coloring book at that. I don't know what the word adult means there. I think it just means grown up in this context, John. I think so. But I also don't want to roll the dice. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> A lot of ravens all over the cover. <laughs> I would think so. I would think so. Do you, yeah. you big Alan, Edgar Allan Poe reader? No. No? Too, too little little grim. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. He yeah. is grim. Yeah, yeah. So um, my next one, the neck hammock. Ooh. So it, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's basically. I mean, you think of the concept of a hammock, right? And it 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 goes behind your head or on your neck, and it looks like you like attach it. To a door handle, the, like the ends of it. So, you know, a normal hammock, the ends are attached to trees, right? Okay. So this one, it's attached to a door handle. And it's supposed to uh, soothe neck pain and allow you to uh, relax in bliss. So, I again, going with the non-visual portion of our program here. <laughs> oh, and you lay on the ground. You lay on the ground. And and then the 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 neck hammock lifts your head off the off the ground at the right appropriate angle apparently to relieve tension in your neck. I think I'd be nervous. I was going to break my neck <laughs> using that thing. What I just saw, or would someone like come? Like you'd you'd have to lock the door because yeah. if someone came in, you're lying right in front of the door. Someone's going to bang that door right into mm-hmm. your head. Or drag your head if, yeah. it, if it opens <laughs> the other way. <laughs> oh, what an image. What an image. Okay. What else you got over there? Um, so this is also on the White Elephant page. Uh, uh, a daily calendar with Shakespearean insults. I have this. You have this? I do. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Somehow, I can't remember how I came across it, but I gave it to my wife, who's an English teacher. Of course. Yeah. She has this. Yes. Okay. Is is it clever and fun? Some of them you, are, yeah. 
Do you remember how much you paid for it? I don't remember. Okay. It was not here, much. here it is for $16. I did not pay $16. Okay, for okay. That. I mean, I think a good chunk of the insults are are lost on us today because of the change of language, mm-hmm. just even though it's English, obviously, but like just, you know, some of the insults are just like, yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. So, but yeah, Shakespearean insults. I thought that was, I yeah, that's that good. was a good one. Yeah. Um, here you go. This is my last one on this list. Glow Bowl Fresh. Oh, boy. Never stumble around trying to find the toilet again. So basically, it's this. Is it like a nightlight in the toilet? Yes. Okay. It is a nightlight that you put into the toilet. So so here's the description. Bathroom trips at night can be a real pain in the you-know-what. Hmm. Having to get out of bed, stumbling around to find the light, only to be fully woken up when you finally turn it on. As my dad gets older, he has to go to the bathroom at least twice a night. So now we're back to the dad gifts. Yeah. So this year, I purchased something for him that he'll actually use. It's called the Glow Bowl, and it's a motion-activated gadget that sits inside the toilet bowl. When you enter the washroom, the toilet lights up. You can set whichever color you want. It's multicolored, John. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) It also has a built-in air freshener to leave the bathroom smelling great. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I thought you might, I thought you might like pitch it even towards like the kids, right? Like they get up in the middle of the night, you want them to actually find the toilet, you know. And and turn on the light and all those things. But apparently it's pitched towards the old folks. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I went on the mom's list for this and I found nothing of interest. Nothing on the mom's list? That was at least a little humorous. Okay. So, hmm. And now, now I'm uh, now I'm in the midst of struggle. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I I did look for uh, one of these lists for gifts for her, um, and I I, I also was uh, a bit um, unsuccessful in finding anything that I thought. Let's be real though. Buying gifts for women is scary. Oh, it's you terrifying. know, you know, it's. I think that's why I'm struggling to find the humor in it. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, this is dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There are landmines everywhere. 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 Yeah, I was trying to see. Um, oh, here you go. A pet portrait necklace. What's a, what is that? So you get uh, your little picture of the pet in this little like locket kind of thing with the, with the pet's name. Yeah, I, I'm just not seeing much here. Um, well, we're. I think we're at a moment where we could transition out. Yeah. Do you, are you done with your Christmas shopping, by the way? Yes. We've been done for three weeks. We, meaning you and your wife, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so how does that work in you? Like, do you have responsibility for your? Like, how do you guys break down the responsibilities for Christmas shopping? Oh my, um, we. Uh, Put everybody's name down that we need to get a gift for. And then we just sort of brainstorm our way through it. Okay. And usually I'm on Amazon. and So it's kind of a joint activity. Then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then uh, – uh, but if there's like – we can't think of anything. If it's – usually if it's if it's my family, I come up with it. If it's her family, she comes up with it. Okay. So that's 
pretty much how it falls. Seems reasonable. Yeah. How do you, how do you guys do it? I am only responsible for my wife's gifts. I, that's what it, that's what I would have suspected. Yes. That's it. That's the list. Okay. My wife handles all the others. All, all the other Christmas shopping for my family, her family. Hmm. Yeah. She's a remarkable woman. In any case, um, yeah, I think that's our segment on holiday gifts. Yeah, what, whether it was worth anything, I well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It went by quickly. Hey, at, at the least, if you're listening to this at, while you're on the way to seeing family for Christmas, we've killed a good you know, twenty three minutes with that segment. I think yep. twenty two. Yep, with that segment. So, time now to move on to this day in sports history. So. Do you want to read through those or you want me to? Sure, I can. Okay. Uh, 1950, Vic Janow, pronounce that for me. Janowitz. Janowitz wins the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, from Ohio State yep. mm-hmm. back in 1950. Yep. Uh, 1976, Joe Namath plays his last game for the Jets. That's quite sad. I thought I thought you'd appreciate that one right there. <sighs> quite sad. Um, 2011, Robert Griffin III, Robert Griffin Jr. III uh, wins the Heisman Trophy. Are you still a junior, though, if you've got the third? No, you're not. That's a joke from uh, uh, the Dan Patrick show. They call everybody junior the third. Okay. Okay. Um, And it started with Robert Griffin. Okay. That's is where that joke started on that show. Yeah. He had a great start in the NFL, and then he got hurt. Yes. And he just was not the same explosive athlete. Mm -hmm. Because he he wouldn't duck out of bounds, I think, was the big issue, or slide. Yeah. So, uh, any... Well, I'm guessing which way you might lean on that list. Uh, there's not too many good things to talk about with the Jets these days. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I figured once I put that on there, that would probably be our winner, Joe, winner Joe, chicken dinner. Joe Willie. Joe Willie nameth it is. So, all right. One thing you liked. Okay. Uh, this week, I don't think I've said this before. We were talking – before pod about it. Um, maybe I said it last week and I just don't remember, but here here we go. Um, I will say I have been reading through the Alistair McGrath uh, new biography of C.S. Lewis. Okay. Uh, and that has been remarkable. That has been really, really good. Okay. Any particular things that have stood out to you? Because um, this is not your first rodeo with C.S. Lewis. You are generally I, familiar with his life. You know, I had never read a biography of him before. So I think I knew that he wrote Narnia. I think I knew that he grew up as an atheist for the most part. Um, but I did not know, like, for instance, I did not know he was from Ireland. Okay. I did not know that he uh, fought for the British in World War One. I. I did not know that he was injured at war. I did not know these things. You didn't. Okay. Um have also, you, also reading about like the uh, – oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the traditions surrounding education in Britain at the time, fascinating stuff. Yeah? Absolutely fascinating. Okay. Have you gotten to the section yet where they talk about the about the Inklings, about his relationship with uh, he, Tolkien? In the, bi- in the biography I'm reading, he has just met Tolkien. Okay. So they're just they're, – they have a budding friendship at the moment. All right. Gotcha. Well, for me, um, I, I really struggled 
this uh, to come up with something, uh, and I think I just kind of landed on the the end of the semester. It was a busy week. Yeah, last week was the last week of classes. I uh, administered two final exams on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, my perspective on finals is borrowed from the words of Jesus. It is always more blessed to give than to receive. Mm. And so uh, just a very busy academic session coming mm-hmm. to an end. I have a little bit of grading to finish up at this point. But yeah, just grateful that it's done. Yep. And now a little bit of downtime as we head into the holidays here. So, Yep. So we've talked some sports. We've talked about your name change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul just, Sloat. Yeah, Paul Sloat. Are you going to stick with the same middle name, Scott? Paul Scott Sloat? P.S. Sloat. <laughs> but you're not British. Like that feels like a very British thing to go with the initials. That's true. I mean, yeah, M.S. Harmon. Eh. Sounds like you have a disease. Yeah. You know, it would almost be better to go M. Scott Harmon. Mm, interesting. But I think we'll just go with Matt. It's fine. It's good. Uh, we've talked trending holiday gifts. So we've tried to, to do you a solid and help you out there with uh, some possible suggestions. We've talked about Joe Willie Namath playing his final game for the JETS. Yeah. Jets, Jets, Jets. And then I think he went on to play for the Los Angeles Rams for a bit. That sounds right. That sounds right. So I think by definition, we have uh, we've covered our various and sundry topics. Ready to call uh, mission accomplished? Yeah. Okay. So. All right. It's that time. So all that's left to say at this point is until next time. The Lord bless you all real good. Later. Later.